0: This is Phantom Electric Ghost, and this is episode 96, where Peg, Like Electric Ghost, talks up two new tracks, Feelings With No Reason, F.U.K., and Wishlist Pain. So, we typically don't talk about two songs um, in an episode, but we recorded these songs kind of back-to-back on Thanksgiving, and we felt like we wanted to talk about it. There's um, different... Uh, Things going on with these songs, first of all, um, Feelings With No Reason is um, a further um, advancement or adaptation of a previous song that we were working on. So there was a song we were working on that um, we really liked it, but we found um, that a lot of times when we're writing songs, um, we'll, we'll work up a song. And we kind of do long, extended jams. Some of our songs go out like seven eight minutes. And we had a song called No Restitution Without Consent. It was about six minutes and 41 seconds. <clears throat> we found that the groove really um, occurred about three and a half minutes into the song. That the last three minutes of the song is really the song. So we took those last three minutes and basically called it a new song called Feelings With No Reason, F-U-K. This is a Stephanie Ann Windhover song. And it's, you know, kind of a a backlash song, a song where we're talking about what happens when you have a breakup um, in a relationship uh, where you were feeling uh, for someone and you're still kind of reeling. ...from the idea. We started this kind of concept with... ...If Love Has No Ceiling, <clears throat> Why Is My Heart on the Floor? Which is the opening track of Dark Ghost, which is going to come out... ...in the next uh, couple months, probably in the beginning of 2019... it's <clears throat> taking care of some uh, copyright and production issues. Uh, we previously put a lot of t- singles from Dark Ghost out to Landar... ...in order to get the physical CD done... Uh, through Amazon, we um, have to actually take down all the singles from all the streaming services and then republish through TuneCore. That process takes a little bit, uh, so we're in the process of doing that, and we're probably gonna release Dark Ghost in multiple volumes. And the original track list is is somewhat there. It's gonna be, um, you know, kept as part of the whole concept of the multiple volumes. But we're going to take some of the more recent songs with a, a scattering of the original uh, core songs of the album. But when it gets back to the whole idea of, like, um, if uh, love has no ceiling, why is my heart on the floor? This concept, this song takes the idea that you're reeling from um, a relationship that fell apart. And, um, you know, and you're talking about, you know, there is a ceiling uh, to that love and you're still if there's a sealant to that love, then why are you still reeling from it? Which is a new theme, well, not a new theme, a theme we've been continuing since on that Dark Coast track. So we're feeling that this song is going to probably end up on Dark Ghost Volume 1, and um, along with some of the other new songs we've done that are in the same vein. And we're very happy with the VT4 from Roland, the vocal transformer, because <coughs> it allows for a uh, deeper sound um and just i think a a little bit higher quality than the vt3 but but the vt3 is still useful in some ways um i find that um that it it has a tone that's still worth using and we used it on a lot of tracks this year and so we're probably going to go back and forth and we use all of our three voicoders coders for different reasons the initial one we used again was the jdxi which has a very advanced voicotter system, and it's in stereo, which is useful. The VT3 had like a monophonic signal that we converted to stereo, as we've talked about, by running it through the MX-1 mixer, we output two lines coming out of the MX-1 back to our zoom, it gives us a stereo signal. (coughs) But this song, again, is just, you know, what we did what was interesting was we took our make noise morphogene, and we sampled the last three minutes of the song where we found the groove that made, you know, feelings with no reason. Then we uh, brought that, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> brought that into the um, Zoom um, R24 as a uh, brand new tracks, uh, kind of changed the EQ on it. And then we, um, added um, additional vocals um, with the fandom. so we brought the fandom in to kind of sing a second part on top of uh, the song. And really, there's nothing else but the Morphogene, uh, the remixing, and then the fandom vocal using the VT4. And we like the we've done the fandom vocal before with the JDXI in the format. On the JDXI, and it works pretty good in the base setting um, of the JDXI. We just use the pitch control in the format, um, and some of the um, probably the harmony uh, capability on the VT4. And the VT4 signal path is really interesting. Uh, it has a lot of different choices. I think I've talked before where you have a lot of variations on on the reverb. On the there's a noise filter control system. There's, uh, the sensitivity is really um, we found that there, we have to play with that a lot. Um, it is a little bit more sensitive than the VTO3. Um, so you have to be careful. and I guess that's why there's a noise uh, filter circuit now where you can control that. It would really be cool if there's actually you know a level indication on the noise filter unless I'm not getting it, but um, it would be better if there are more level controls. On, on the machine and I would appreciate it if it was actually bigger. Um, I know people like making things small and it is useful if you go on into a show because part of what we want to do with this equipment going forward is you know, a combination of the V T four and a Arterius six U um, for its Euro rack capability and the make noise more um, no, the um, teenage engineering uh, OPZ gives you a really small footprint when you want to do a show, similar to a DJ with a CDJ. Uh, we're also thinking about the um, Roland Axe Edge, which is our kind of dream guitar. Um, but as I said before, because we're heavily into recording and doing collaborations, we're very interested in the new TASCAM24, which is the full, with well, analog hybrid um, mixer recording console. It's an analog mixer with digital recording capability. And uh, it's very extensive, has a lot of uh, inputs and a lot of outputs, got Bluetooth capability. uh, We're very interested in seeing if it gives us a wider, fatter sound. Because it's analog, we're assuming that compared to our Zoom R24, it's gonna give us that increase in quality We saw a big increase in quality in our music from the R16 to the R24. It just has a a wider sound, uh a more um clear sound on the vocals and the drums and everything. It just seems to be a better sound recording circuitry. Um we're thinking that the R24, I mean the the, no, the model twenty-four from tascam because of its analog capability, will have a similar effect to our music. It'll give us that fatness. Because we use analog synths such as uh, the Moog uh, Mother 32 and the um, Arteria uh, Boot 2S and also the Moog DFAM, we feel that those, uh, the sound processing, if we can keep it analog in the initial mixing, and then when the recording goes to WAV file, we can maintain a lot of the headroom that we want. Uh, and we've talked about the compression on some of the DAWs that we don't like. Um, that we found that, it, that we don't like what it does to the signal. Maybe we're not experts at it. But we find that if you use analog mixtures with analog sensor this sounds better um, to me. And that's a personal opinion. But um, yeah, so getting back to the feelings with no reason. Uh, people can kind of figure out who we're aiming this at, we've been very upset over the last year of the the situation that happened with our, um, you know, the whole issue when you um, work with other people, sometimes they have different uh, agendas and different things they want to do, but when you work on a project, you put your heart and soul into it, and somebody just totally walks away, and then, you know, to me, it's not fair uh, it's it's somewhat frustrating and uh, we find that the the person was just uh you know not upfront um, and felt like we were, we were used to a certain extent and you know when people feel like they're used, it's not a good feeling because we just this thing about this if somebody praises you in a in a way that you didn't ask for a lot of praise and they continually praise you and then suddenly you um criticize them a little bit and then they totally just walk away you're wondering if that praise is actually was nothing but a game nothing but a way to manipulate you to uh you know get you to do something and then if you if you really loved the music that somebody was doing and you had a disagreement or you had a, a little argument um like a little you know, t- 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 like a tiff, like something that's like you had a little problem. You know, like when you have a relationship, sometimes you get mad. I got mad at my best friend one time. We, like, we didn't talk for a couple months, you know, and then we, we got back together. Like if you have a best friend, you, if you you do that, you you find out what's wrong. You find out, you ask him what's wrong. You know, but some situations people aren't at the level to be able to do that. And that's very frustrating, especially when there's art involved and you got a piece of work and, you felt like you did a lot of work on it, and it just went nowhere. So a lot of what this thing, the feelings with no reasons, like, okay, maybe I had too many feelings. You know, and jo- Stephanie and Josephine are my my method of, you know, kind of um, projecting something that happened to me and making it a little far removed by having Stephanie or Josephine, and then you're see- assuming that it's, it's, like, about a man, but in the cases, a lot of cases, it could be that, you know, I'm actually talking about a, a woman or something. You know, you can't really tell. And, you know, because we don't want to name check people um, for all kinds of reasons, but it's a way to kind of tell a story and not tell everything about the story. <clears throat> so that's uh, the reason behind that song. Uh, there's, there's a lot going on in it um, musically just because the original composition um, had, like, a DFAM, uh, drum beat, and it had, um, an Arteria Beatstep Pro drum beat. Uh, the DFAM drum beat was more, um, sonic percussion that wasn't actual full drum percussion, but just a different type of uh, analog percussion, and that's kind of the nature of the DFAM. (coughs) You can use it to do things that aren't necessarily drum machine typical, um, we also used our Roland Juno, and we used the System 1M, we used the, 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 the make you know, Noise Maths module, which we find is very interesting, uh, and it allows for a lot of cool modulation, and that kind of segues into Wishless Pain. Now, Wishless Pain is a, is a phantom song, and we don't always do uh, phantom songs, but we felt like we had something there to do with this song. And um, it is um, a a blatant uh, criticism of our current leadership in this country, uh, specifically Mr. Donald Trump. We started our career um, with something wicked, which had the lines, something wicked this way comes, T-R-U-M-P. So we're no stranger to criticizing this president. We felt uh, back when we did something wicked that there was going to be um, a lot of pain, a lot of things happened because of, uh, his, uh, ineptitude and racism and intolerance and just general stupidity. Uh, so we wish those pains as the continuation of our our, 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 disagreements or our criticism of this president. We felt that he's not well read. He doesn't seem to understand American history. He doesn't seem to understand his role as president. He's a divider, not a uniter. He, he goes for the cheap shot. And you know, the fan basically is, is, has a wish list. hoping that he, he kind of feels the pain that he's actually invoking on a lot of people. That, that, it's, that we feel that the pain we're talking about is like the pain in his brain of trying to actually think when he's not a thinker when he's trying to actually understand things when he's not very well-read and well put together. And you can kind of, you'd be hard-pressed to say that he is a well-read, articulate person when you read his tweets and you listen to him talk. He seems to talk at the level of under, like, like like <laughs> pre-high school. As you could say, in some cases, like kindergarten. Um, so he seems to have had a massive uh, loss in capability, you know, and so this has been documented in the press, and you can either agree with it because you're a total Trumper and be very upset at me, um, but at the end of the day, um, you know, he hasn't even visited the troops. If he's such, such a pro-military person, he, he stays in his gilded uh, cage, and he doesn't visit the troops, but he uses them for political purposes. And Madison and the founders and the Tocqueville in, in our history warned against Democrat dogs, And I think we've got one of the worst examples of what the founders feared in office now because of people who don't think or people who are reactionary and don't feel um, that they were represented. So you've got the politics of resentment, politics of being scared of the other. The world is a wide place. It's a universal place. There's a lot going on. And to shut yourself off to be kind of like um, what happened after the Great Depression. Uh, you had a lot of people who didn't want to be involved in World War II, didn't want to be globalist, didn't think with the wide vision of FDR. Um, but it was the FDR thinking that got us out of it and got us to win against the Axis um, instead of being part of it. And so this this song is a real challenge to the current structure uh, we used the vt4 um to do the phantom voice which we used to do with the jdxi uh, we've done it with the vt3 but we found that the jdxi uh, phantom voice we liked a lot because we were some things about the format and the bass uh tone and specifically in the jdxi there's a bass capability on the order that wouldn't use the format um It's really, uh, we like it. We've used it uh, most of the early Phantom songs. We're done with the JDXI, in the bass tone mode. Um, We now have tried the VT three in in a lower pitch mode. The bass tone mode we didn't really like as much. Uh, We've used uh, now the VT four with the pitch in the format control with the actual um, harmony with the harmony we find we use a lot it, it kind of builds up a, a, a good sound and um it's just been a really good tool in the portability of it is interesting and in the signal path is very clean um we've talked about the mic sensitivity we've played with that um, we're looking we have a studio electronics mic which we like a lot but we're looking at some other mic systems to increase our capability as we said previously in this segment we believe the Model 24 from TaskCam is an awesome mixing console for the kind of thing we like to do with hardware workflow. Um, having sliders and faders and dials, knob per function, is what we like. Um, we feel that we're kind of hands-on. We don't like diving into a computer. We like the the touch and feel of a real slider and a real knob. So, we're we're the kind of people that would you know, want a Moog 1 or a Profit uh, or a System 8 to, you know, take advantage of that per function. And and just kind of going back into um, value in synthesizers today, if you look at the System 8, the System 8 from Roland, uh, which is their behavioral modeling synth, it's a plug-out synth, has amazing amount of capability. Now, the build quality from some people would say, well, it's not as hefty as a Profit. 12, or an XL, or a Mog 1, but it's subtractive synthesis, a workflow is one of the best in the industry, Uh, the ability for it to become a, you know, a JX uh, 3P, to become a uh, Jupiter 8 a 106, you know, to actually um, become an SH101, it just has amazing capabilities, and for $1400 it's hard-pressed not to like this scent. This scent is probably, it's a desert island scent. It has a lot of capability. Um, A lot of people wanted a Jupiter 8 to come back in full form. I would rather see a Jupiter 16. I would like um, Roland to actually build a a Jupiter. um, Not like the Jupiter 80, but actually make a Jupiter that has the same look as the original Jupiter and make a 16 voice. And just, you know, keep the same motif, kind of like what Mo did with the grandmother. I mean, they kind of made a retro-looking synth, but it's modern. I think Roland would have a lot of fans um, if they actually brought back a Jupiter and made it 16 voice. And kept the same workflow, same look, um, and gave it the heft of the original Jupiter. Just to give it that kind of um, solid body um, with aluminum, like, uh, sidebars. Um that would be my 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 hope. But, you know, this... This, um... Kind of conversation just talks about... You know, the synthesizer today... Um... There's a lot of cool choices to have... Not per function... Analog and digital sense Where you can be hands-on... And write... And play... Uh, and record right at the synth... And with, you know, mixing consoles... Like the Model 24... Um... With, um... You know, since this year that we released the the grandmother, the Prophet XL, the Moog One, the Prologue 16, um, there's some, the Waldorf, um, you know, that there's a lot of really interesting uh, scents that have been put out this year. I would say in the history of scents, if you go back to the big, you know, signature moments, and you had the Prophet Five, you know, which again, the XL. In the acts, of have released a, a Prophet 5 module um, as part of that system. Um, the Jupiter 8, um, the DX7, uh, the Moog Model D, the Memory Moog, the Poly Moog. I mean, there's certain kind of watershed moments in synthesis. Um, and it's interesting this year we've got some very, ama- some incredible instruments being put out. Uh, and it, even, it includes like the TH Engineering OPZ which is a massive revelation for those who've been kind of forced to, um, as electronic musicians, consider being DJs. Um, You know, a musician wants to play and wants to be able to have a a way to, you know, do a performance with all the aspects of being a musician. If you're a keyboardist, you want to have that keyboard. Now, there are a lot of people that are using the MIDI controllers, and there's nothing wrong with using a MIDI controller with a soft synth. But there's nothing like using a real analog synth or knobper function synth, like a Prophet or a Moog. <clears throat> and I believe, you know, the the kind of middle point for that is the 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 OPZ allows you to construct um, albums like you're using, like FL Studio or Pro Tools or Ableton Live. But you have a hardware synth that's a synth, and you know if you connect it to a MIDI keyboard, you can trigger it, you connect to a MIDI mixer, you can do some really, really interesting things. I think it makes you, um, be able to do a lot of improvisation, which is what you really want to do. Um, as an electronic musician, kind of like Moog always indicated, they felt his synth should be played live. And, you know, if you think about, you know, the, the things you can do today, if you get, like, a, a good Eurorack module system, like a Doffer or, or, um, uh, uh, an actual um, Arteria six U like what we have. You go on the road with your, with your Eurorack. You know, have an Opz as a central controller, have a MIDI control keyboard. You could use like a guitar, like the Roland Ax Edge, and you can do an interesting performance with these modules. Similar, like if you think about the boutique modules of Roland, you could you could have those uh, in, a, in a rack system and have a lot of capability. Uh, with a VT4 Voicoder, you can do a lot of cool vocal tricks. Um, it's just, there's a lot of interesting things you can do, and, and you don't have to have a big footprint with massive road cases where you got to bring your, your big gear. You can leave your, your main gear in your studio and have like an OPZ can be in your pocket. So, you don't have to worry about somebody stealing it out of your van. Um, you could have your you know, rolling axe edge like, slung around your back, and you could carry your Euro rack in the case. So, you can have these things um, less out in the open and uh, you know, easier to manage. And I have to worry about leaving stuff in the gear. You could carry everything in two hands in a backpack to the show. Um, I think that is a revelation for electronic musicians that all this gear from all these different companies is now converging on the ability to play um in the dj space and that is something i'm hoping that there's more opportunities Uh, though we have always um pushed the live opportunities through facebook live um, and youtube to do performances and we're very keen on trying our YouTube performance this time just to see what happens. And we push it out to our Facebook <clears throat> just to see if we can get a good response. We had a good product review of the VT4. We've got a higher level of uh, a viewership on YouTube there. though, though On Facebook, we can get like 3,000 people or 1,000 people to look at one of our live concerts. Uh, YouTube is struggling to get more than, you know, under 100 or greater than 100 Um but we're going to keep on pushing uh, to see what we can do there. Uh, we are very keen on, on collaborating. We've got some collaborations we're in progress on, and we're very excited about some of the stuff we're working on. Um, we hope to do a collaboration with the band from Bermuda, the Heritage, and we're hoping to do a, a second collaboration where it's actually going to be our third with uh, DJ Squash Kid or... Stefan Kidd from the Wolf Sparrow crew in New Hampshire. So, shout out to the Wolf Sparrow crew and uh, shout out to, to, to the Heritage. We're going to follow up with them again and see if they've got um, our, our stems so we can work on something. And we'll be talking to you all later. Thank you.
1: i When in time you don't think I'm worried if you the problem I